Welcome to the Plan Is podcast with me, Caroline Dunn. I'm a personal trainer, nutrition coach, yoga teacher, and a geek obsessed with learning how to live the biggest, fullest, most joyful life and helping you do the same. In this podcast, we'll cover fitness, nutrition, mindset yoga, and personal development because it's time to stop putting our health into boxes. It's time to care about the whole beautiful, messy you, mind, body, and spirit. The plan is to rise up, sweat, get stronger, be joyful, let it go, pause, laugh, try again, breathe, and do our best. I am so happy you're here. So, hello, and welcome to the podcast. I am so pleased that you are here because today we're going to talk about progress and really about perspective around progress because we all have very frustrating weeks. We all have weeks where we want to stop, we want to give in, we feel stuck, we feel like it's not working, it's not worth our while, other stuff is more fun. Is any of this sounding like that is you? It's definitely me at times. So whatever our goals are in health, fitness, life, I think it's really important we have a healthy perspective on progress and what that actually looks like for us realistically. So some top do's and don'ts I'm going to share with you today, starting with the top do's. Without hanging around, let's get straight in there. My first top tip for progress is celebrate the wins. Do celebrate the wins. Now, the reason why I think this is really important is because quite often when we have a goal, we're on a journey. We're on a journey, we're heading for the next milestone, you know, in the gym, in our careers, in our relationships. And if we don't celebrate until the end of it, it's really easy to lose motivation because when is the end of it? When is the end of that journey? Usually most things don't have this finite end. So it's so easy to gloss over how far you've come, but you are not the next obstacle. If I help anyone by reminding them that, uh, someone of that today, that you are not the next obstacle you are far, far more than that. The small wins are so important. And I think we need to celebrate each one as it happens daily, weekly, monthly, because then we can integrate that we can gain confidence and build that win into our identity. So let's take an example. If you want to start running, then every time that you put your shoes on and step up out the door, then that is a vote for your identity as a runner. You are someone who goes out and runs. And over time, you start to feel and grow into that identity more, no matter how good you are running. (laughs) So be your own greatest cheerleader. If you were to listen into my head whilst I'm running, (laughs) it's genuinely something like, go on, keep going. You can do this. Go on, girl. Look, you've done like two miles, woo, go you, just a little bit further. And 
yes, it sounds so, so cheesy to voice out loud, but, you know, life is hard enough and when we do hard stuff, that is also hard enough to, I don't want to make it any harder for myself, for anyone else. So being the the voice, the internal cheerleader is amazing. And, you know, progress, when we redefine it, it's like, we didn't die as much in a set of squats. <laughs> Our lunges were not utter rubbish today or whatever it is, like that is a win. That set of squats you didn't think you'd get through. Well, if you did it, celebrate it. That run that actually you wanted to stop and you wanted to bail, if you kept going, that's a win. If you had a hard day and you got through it, that's a win. So try not to focus on just the next battle, the next obstacle and forget how far we've come. If you could think back to 18-year-old self and tell them about some of the things that you've done, would they be amazed, proud? Sometimes that perspective can help us to help us incorporate our wins into our confidence. Okay, so that's a do. The next one is a don't. So in terms of progress, we want to celebrate the small wins, but we don't want to celebrate too much or in the wrong direction. So what do I mean by that? Don't let your celebration of that small win distract or interrupt or even hinder your progress towards your big goal. So, I don't know, one example might be, I'm going to celebrate a healthy eating goal by getting drunk or eating 10 hamburgers or whatever. Like, there's nothing wrong with doing those things, the getting drunk, the eating the the burgers. But if you put it in the context of a celebration of a healthy eating goal, it might not make a lot of sense for that individual because the reward doesn't necessarily match that person's long-term goal of health in that specific context. So I suggest that when we celebrate our small wins or we pick rewards for ourselves, pick one that's in line with the achievement and your end goals. So, you know, if you're trying to work on a breathing practice, stress management, relaxation, maybe your reward is a spa day at home depending on your budget Um, maybe you want to celebrate hitting the gym consistently or moving your body consistently maybe a reward is a new piece of gym clothing that you know makes you feel like a superhero when you put it on those things can be really really helpful and to keep us motivated in I'd also say beware the false sense of achievement And I have an example of this as well. So um, my husband's fitness tracker, it gives him like theoretical times for a half marathon and a marathon. He doesn't train those distances at all. Like he doesn't run those distances at the moment, but he still gets a sense of achievement when those entirely theoretical times go down. And yes, that is progress, but is it helpful progress or a sense of achievement in his running goals, which isn't to like run a marathon. Like buying the healthy food, it isn't the same as consistently eating it or making a to-do list isn't the same as getting the top priority stuff done. So make sure you see stuff for what it is. A lot of 
These actions are like fantastic positive steps forwards. The theoretical running time, the making to-do lists, the buying the healthy food. But don't let them distract you from your end goal. We are stronger and more capable than we think. Humans can push the limits of like literally life. So don't define yourself or set your sight on a particular horizon and think that's it, you've got there. Celebration, woohoo, stand still. You are probably never going to be at that destination. Keep that destination probably wants to get bigger, brighter, better. It will change as you go along your journey. So don't celebrate too much. Number three, this leads into very nicely. Do redefine impossible. Do redefine impossible. So if you've heard a goal, like someone else's, your own, that you like the sound of it, don't write it off as impossible. If you've set yourself a goal that you really want to achieve, don't ever tell yourself it's impossible. Like a great quote was shared with me uh, one time. The rubbish, this person used a ruder word, (laughs) but the rubbish you tell yourself steals your dream. No one ever got anywhere by telling themselves, it's no good, I can't do it. If you already anticipate like failure, then it gives you the perfect opt-out clause every single time. So do not underestimate the power of your mind. If you tell yourself the negative stuff, change isn't possible for me, that hasn't worked for me in the past, that person's life, body, etc. is different from mine, so it's never going to be possible for me, then that's what will be true for you. Your mind is so much stronger and it influences so much more than you think. So question those doubts, those stories and limitations. And I'm also not sitting here preaching this as though I have got it sorted. (laughs) I have to engage in this daily. My husband (laughs) has to remind me of this perspective very often. So it's something that will probably need doing a lot. One example that I can give you of redefining impossible was this is my husband once deadlifted a bar and it was 20% heavier than he thought. <laughs> so it was by mistake, but it was 20% heavier than he thought was possible. And whilst that is a terrible risky lifting strategy (laughs) and I do not advocate like reckless loading of the bar it does prove the power of mind over matter so be consistent keep going you are capable of so much more than you think if you want to do handstands if you want to swim the channel if you want to do a triathlon like you are capable of creating the change that you want in your life of achieving the most incredible things, of rising up to the most difficult of challenges. Do not doubt that. And during those processes, also do not doubt, you will feel broken, disheartened, discouraged, pain, doubt, and you will want to stop. You will. 
But those emotions do not need to define or limit you. They just make you incredibly human. Messy, beautiful and awe-inspiring. Okay. Oh, next one. <laughs> it's another do. When we look at progress, do redefine failure. There's no failure, only feedback. Most of my one-to-one clients know this phrase very, very well when we're working around this idea of awareness and self-compassion. There's no failure. There's only feedback. And that's a hard one because our education system, society, they're so geared towards achievement, aren't they? So geared towards performance. So that quite often we forget that all of the great things in life, they come from grafting and learning and playing and exploring and messing it up and trying again. So we fill our lives with these judgments of ourselves and capability, but that's only because that's how society chooses to grade us. And we don't have to accept that. And just because you try it once and can't do it and you don't like it, it doesn't mean also it's not possible for you in the future. Failure and success are only labels. They're only labels that we have defined for ourselves. So be brave enough to suck at something new. Be prepared to sit with that discomfort of being bad or a beginner at something. We get so capable in life at some things that we forget what it's like to be a beginner. But don't be unforgiving towards yourself. You've got to believe in your capability to figure things out. And we figure things out when we fail, when things go wrong. You don't have to stick rigidly to the plan because life happens. It's much better to adapt, to learn to go through the process of things not working and figuring it out and finding another route through, another path, another solution. Try again. Oh, and this links beautifully to my next one, number five. Do be consistent through the challenges. It's not about being perfect. I love the quote, what is it? Um, something on the lines of, it took me 10 years to be an overnight success. Was that a footballer? Again, let me know if you know who I've just quoted. (laughs) It's a journey. If you know the right steps to take, then just keep on taking them. Even if some days they feel like they're not working, you're going nowhere, you've lost sight of the destination, just give it some time. One foot in front of the other. And I love the analogy with a cup of water for this. So... When we feel like we're not making progress, imagine for me that this is like heating a cup of water. So when we heat that cup of water from say uh, 40 to 50 degrees Celsius, then that's probably not gonna make that much visible difference. You can't see the effects of that change unless you you stick your whole hand in it. But if you heat that water from 98 to 100 degrees celsius you'll see a massive difference so the point of that is that work and effort is not wasted 
it's just stored. And you'll reach a point where you feel that, you feel the cumulative effects of that practice. And, and sometimes it suddenly happen like magic. But there's no overnight success. There's no magical breakthrough point. There's no instant change of character and there's no silver bullet that's going to fix things. There is honestly just the unrelenting grit and resilience of someone committed to their habits and their growth. Imperfectly. Just being consistent. And sometimes doing a rubbish job of that, but they're persevering anyway. So embrace the challenges. You're powerful when you persevere. And I think this is my final, oh no, two more, two more for you in the do's and don'ts of progress. The next one, number six, is don't keep it to yourself. Quite often, it's a good idea if we tell someone else our goals. It'll help keep you accountable. And also, they can help you celebrate your progress too. Find some other people on a same or similar journey. Find out what's worked for them and it'll probably help you too. So quite often, finding a group of people where your desired behavior is the norm can help. So for instance, if you want to become a runner, then join a runner's group. If you want to improve your fitness, maybe join a fitness class or gym. So surrounding yourself with positive, resilient, compassionate, and committed people, open-minded, then you'll find that your mind molds to that too. Our mind controls all of our other behaviors. So it makes sense that that can have such a positive effect on our progress and our perspective and our connection and our support. And then another way to see this when I say don't keep it to yourself is let people hear you. Let yourself be seen. Be unapologetically ambitious. And I don't mean that you have to do this in an arrogant or brash way. Just speaking out those desires, those goals, those dreams, those needs. That's being bold. Just speaking them out. One of my favorite quotes is by Marianne Williamson. And she says, as we let our own light shine, we unconsciously give other people permission to do the same. As we are liberated from our own fear, our presence automatically liberates others. So when we share those goals, often we're a hope and inspiration to someone else, the same way that they potentially are for you. So no matter what your goals are, how big or small, I'd say share them. Share them with selective, (laughs) be selective with it, but share them. And finally, I would say, don't procrastinate. And there is a lot to unpack here, in fact. (laughs) There's a lot to unpack here. So I think when I say don't procrastinate, I mean, don't wait to start. Don't wait to start. Because if we wait until we think we've got it all worked out, we literally won't start. (laughs) That day won't come. We won't ever be completely ready and prepared for it. We won't ever be ready to, you know, make the health and fitness changes, have the baby, make the career change, etc. Just do it. 
We don't need to know every single step along the path. The steps will work themselves out as you go. And I remember this very, very clearly when I was um, deliberating a career change from teaching to fitness. And I was umming and ahhing about starting this personal training course, tying myself some knots about it, like getting upset. What do I want? What do I want? And it took someone else to point out to me. It was my sister, in fact. And she said, there's no right or wrong decision. There's just a decision. Making a decision to do this course is not the same as making a decision to quit your job. And that really helped. Knowing that there's not a right way or a wrong way, there is just a decision. There is just an action. And then from that place, the next action or the next step can reveal itself. So I'd say start small Start with that tiny flicker of fire that you've got and watch the confidence and the momentum build. If it's worth doing, then no action is too small to get going. If it's worth doing, it's worth doing badly. So if you want to start to build a morning routine, drink that glass of water as soon as you wake up. Start there imperfectly. If you want to get stronger, then do those 10 squats and start there. If you want to eat healthier, then add one vegetable to a meal. Start there. And if you want to become more confident, then say one positive thing to yourself and start there. The rest will build. Trust that when you act, the confidence and the momentum will carry you to the next step. And those next steps will become apparent as you take the first one. So, What did you take away from that? What are you currently focusing on in terms of your progress? I would love to know. So if you head to social media, Instagram or Facebook and share and celebrate your small or big wins so that I can see them and share them too. I would love to know what you are working on. How are you redefining impossible? Thank you so much for joining me today. It makes me do a little happy dance to have had you join me in this episode. If you enjoyed it, then please subscribe, rate it five stars and leave a written review. I so appreciate it. And don't forget to subscribe to my mailing list also at www.theplancoaching.com so we can keep in touch. I love doing this with you and sharing the struggles, laughs and wins along the way. So I thank you for being here. And until next time, remember... Life's better with a plan.